Hi, and welcome back to The Breakdown. This is Ryan Turner, and with me as always... Joe Rodonis. Oh, I'm excited to be back. And today I think we're talking about some really interesting topics. One in particular, I wanted to make sure we can jump into standards. This was actually your idea. I thought it was great. I appreciate that. I've been wanting to talk about this for a very long time. It's been coming up as a theme in my life for some reason as of recent, so glad we can dive into this. <laughs> yeah, I would assume standards are have been part of your life for a long time, especially someone in fitness. I think that you are set to a higher standard than other people. I have, I feel like I have very high standards when it comes to training for myself. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. It's been a theme. I've been paying attention to it. I have been noticing it in a big, in a lot of other people having lower standards for themselves of recent. And it's, it's something that I've wanted to talk about because for some reason, maybe I'm just being more aware of it of late, but I've just seen people do a lot of talking recently okay, and little action. Okay. And so I figured we could talk about this and really help people be a little bit more conscious about what they're doing and, and helping them, you know, look, have integrity with what you're talking about. If you want a certain result understand that you have ownership of the situation and do you know how to set high standards for yourself? Do you know how to keep yourself accountable to them? Right. Can you keep yourself in alignment with it? So, uh, I, I figured we could talk about maybe some things that we've learned along the way, right? Cause we all make mistakes. Maybe we, you know, kind of give up on ourselves a little bit at times. So, you know, what are, what are things that we've learned to keep ourselves, you know, in line with, with what we're trying to achieve. Yeah. Well, first of all, I don't make mistakes. I am perfect. You it's absolutely you a are. really hard life. But uh. <laughs> Somebody's got to raise the bar. <laughs> and I think that is where standards start. Because you and I both in our fields, we have to set standards for someone or at least understand where someone's standards are. Right. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's understanding what their goals are. That could be where you have to start, because if you don't understand and I said this before, if you don't if you don't know what you want, you have nothing to achieve at all. So you want to make sure that you're starting from that standpoint. And I also think that um, setting standards, I think a lot of people may not understand how to start with that. How do you start to set standards? What are there? Someone says, OK, well, you raise the bar or you need to do better. And I'm always, from my standpoint um, in nutrition, I always try and make sure that someone doesn't think that you always need to do more. The answer isn't always more, 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 or maybe from a calorie standpoint or something, they'll do, they'll think less, 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 right? So a lot of times when it comes to standards, I think it make we want to make sure that someone is just staying consistent with uh, a lot of what they're doing. And it's not wrong to set a bar and not have that bar move so much. It, I would say it doesn't need to stay there forever. It shouldn't stay there forever. I think you can end up pushing someone, pushing someone's bar higher, helping them realize what they're able to achieve. Yeah. But we don't want someone to kind of burn out and think that they always need to achieve that next level each week. Because I think that can be a yeah. dangerous mindset. Yeah, no, it's not about that, right? This is Standards are about a ritual that you have consistently. That's what you're talking about, right? So I think if you don't have high standards or if you don't have your standards set in a certain area, for instance, with training, it's, it's easy to have a good week in the gym, a good day, right? Like you can fire yourself up, get in there, work out. Like how, how often do we see it where it's like, we're going to do a 30 day program. You have a new client and they're very excited in the beginning. And 
they're like, I'm going to go on this diet. I'm going to be super strict. I'm going to do everything what I'm supposed to be doing because I should be doing this. And then they burn out because they went too hard, too fast. They didn't actually find a way to make this part of their life for a long time, right? Because training in any area of your life and, and training is just something I talk about because that's where I believe I have the highest standards for myself, right? So as an example, I mean, I'm doing this for the better part of a decade, right? This isn't something that I plan to do for six months, Mm -hmm. right? It's something can we do for a long time? So it's not about what you should do. It's about making this a must, right? Can that's the best way that I heard it described was if it's a must for you, you will find a way to get it done. It doesn't matter how long it takes, right? It's not about a certain result. It's about a daily set of rituals that must get done on a daily basis because you have this expectation for yourself. Like you have enough respect for yourself to get a certain level of work done or to operate with a certain level of integrity. And if you don't in a certain day, that's okay, but you're kind of quick to check yourself and get back into the groove, you know, whether it be that day or the next day to get back in alignment. You know, Mm -hmm. so having a coach and knowing what you want, we are setting those standards and helping people kind of live up to those standards. So we, I think we always do more for others than we do for ourselves. So hacking this, I think we have to understand from a human level that as another training example, I will work out at a less intense rate by myself. I will do less if I'm working out by myself, right? I will slow down. Um, and and maybe some days I'll fire myself up by myself, right. And work really hard. But the reality is if I see, you know, coach James McMillan in, in the, in the space and he's deadlifting 400, 500 pounds, guess what I'm going to want to do? Just be scared. (laughs) (laughs) It fires me up. Right. And if you're lifting with somebody that um, this is why they say if you want to get really good at something, go go train with someone that's faster than you, right? Go train with someone that's stronger than you so you can be in the same room with them, right? So you can see what's possible. You can see what they're achieving. And then their mentality is going to rub off on you. If you're around this environment long enough and you're putting yourself in this space with the right people long enough that have these high standards that execute this on a daily basis, you are going to adopt them in some way, shape, or form if you allow them to, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's what this is about. I, you know, we, we often, I think, just uh, sell ourselves short and operate with lower standards than we need to. Um, and I think we can be hard on ourselves with that. And maybe sometimes you just need help and hack yourself a little bit and get in the right environment. I think that's completely true because the other side of it is that you can put yourself in the wrong environment or not as helpful of an environment and people can bring you down. Yep. I think you have an experience with that, all right, that you've kind of overcome, which I think is a great story you can share at some point. But I, I believe that when you are setting standards and maybe you don't know, I think my mind keeps going towards maybe somebody who doesn't understand kind of where to start with setting standards. They want to change their nutrition or their fitness. Well, okay, what are my, are my standards just making sure, and I've heard this before, just show up. And I think it's so true. But just showing up, are you, are you better than that? Can you do more than that? Can you can. You, can you show up and can you make sure that you are in it for 
five minutes or can you make sure that you're in there for half an hour or an hour? Um, Mm -hmm. Where is it that you, where are your standards with nutrition, right? Um, Are you just allowing your environment just, you know, you're like, okay, well, I'm going to go to a healthy restaurant. I'm going to hope that they feed me. Or are you going to now take control of that and set your standards and your values and say, I'm going to choose. I'm going to make sure I know where I'm going, what I'm going to be eating. I know what makes me feel good. And I'm going to get in the things, my body that I need to get in first. Right, right. Right. So. Um, I think setting your standards, I think to do it, I think it's great to kind of explore a little bit, right? And put yourself in a gym with James McMillan, you know, understand that maybe you can't lift as much as he can, but be like, oh, the body is amazing. I probably can do more than I think. And most right. people can. Right. Yes, I they think, can. Right. When you, when, you, when you help someone tap into their mind, it's pretty amazing. That's They're what I'm like, saying. I didn't realize that I was able to do it. And so maybe it does kind of start with just showing up and then just making sure, I think, taking notes on yourself and making sure that you know that there's progression happening so that you kind of know where to continue to raise the bar, help, you know, have a coach help you. Um, like realize like you're not going to be, you know, you increase the weight on, on your bench 10 pounds next week. You're not going to be doing it every single week. You're not going to be, you know, in 10 weeks, another hundred pounds, maybe, I don't know. You can probably speak to that better, but kind of know where to just know that you can do more. Yeah. It's, it's more of a reflection of mentality than anything else and what you're going to accept. Like, I don't, I don't care ever how much weight you're necessarily lifting. I care about how hard you're working. Mm-hmm. Like anytime I'm working with someone, it, the second that their self-talk goes, I don't, I can't do this or I have nothing left. I'm like, you got to stop. Like you cannot talk to yourself that way. You have to be like, I can do this. Like let the body fail. Like I would rather have the body fail before the mind fail. Does that make sense? Yeah. So talk to yourself positively and realize you can do so much more than you think. Because if I gave you the right set of circumstances where you had to perform, like you would figure it out. And I think that's the whole thing. It's like you have got to just, it's as simple as this. You have got to decide what you want. It's hard, but once you decide what you want, you'll figure it out. So forget about how long it takes, what you have to do to get there. You just decide what you want. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even me in my 20s, like I wasn't, in excellent shape. That, that wasn't a huge part of my lifestyle, but I got to a point where I just really wanted to get in great shape. And look, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what it would take. I, didn't, I knew nothing about how to fuel my body. I didn't know how to even train properly, right? I had to learn these things, but just like anything else too, like if you say, I want to make a hundred million dollars in my lifetime or even my first million, It's just that's what you want. Then you figure out how to get there. So you don't stop because you had a bad year or you don't stop because this month was frustrating for you. Right. Or you don't stop because that diet didn't work. You keep going until you figure out how to get it. Right. So this is a it's done. Once you decide you're going to get that result, you just simply never quit. Right. Mm -hmm. And eventually you'll find your people. And like, this is why we talk about culture and community. Like I am not always going to be on my a game. Yesterday was a great example. Like I did not, I really was tired. I didn't want to work out yesterday and we're just around certain people where I'm looking around and I'm like, they started working out. I'm like, I guess, I guess here we go. (laughs) And then you get to a point where you're not thinking about it. Now you're just executing because you're around like this family, this culture of people, right? So if I'm not feeling it one day, maybe James is feeling it and it's like, all right, well now I'm going to get lit up by it and vice versa. Maybe he's not feeling it, but I'm like, yo, we're doing this. I'm fired up today. And then he's going to jump on. 
right? So that's the whole team mentality, the family mentality. That's why it's got to be bigger than just yourself. Like you need help. You always need help. Yeah. That I think is the accountability side of it because I think when people try to set standards for themselves but they don't allow other people to see the standards that they're trying to set and keep to, you become your own, um, I don't know, I guess you become your own keeper in a way or you or you are the only person analyzing your progress. And when yeah. things get, get hard, you might not be able to hold yourself to the standards you want. But if you did let someone know, like I let you know, you know, I feel really weak and please help me just get stronger. And I come into the gym, I'm showing up and I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? It's just, uh, it doesn't matter. I wasn't able to lift as much. I'll just show up tomorrow. You're like, yeah. no, Ryan, you definitely can lift a little bit more. I know you can, or I know that you're trying. Are you truly like tapping into yourself? But you're just, hold, you're helping me hold myself accountable right. to those standards, right. which I just think a coach is so important in that aspect. Yeah. I mean, a coach, a team, whatever it is, there's people around you that are holding that standard possible. And like, there's examples, um, there's a story that I for, I forgot where I heard this, but it, it was about I think it was about the Navy SEALs and and talking to, uh, I think one of the lieutenants or or um or something like that that was talking about hey why or maybe it was the Marines actually where they say they have such a high standard when they're in the core probably all have pretty high standards in the uh, you have to right <laughs> like you're op- like you wake up in the morning you make your bed a certain way yeah. like right you're executing so many different things you're exercising all together. Um, there's a lot of discipline, obviously. And the question was asked, like, how come when they leave the core, like these, these guys are like slipping, like they get overweight, they get lazy, maybe they're not like it, it happens a lot. And I think they asked the lieutenant, like, why is that? And it's like, well, because they lost that sense of family and this high standards that we all set for ourselves on a daily basis. You are around that environment when you as soon as you wake up and when you leave and you don't have that community around you nobody's looking at you and being like, why didn't you make your bed this morning? Nobody's literally in your face. Sure. Right. Yeah. So if you're, you know, I mean, I feel this in quarantine, right? If, if I'm living by myself, nobody's going to know if I don't clean my apartment, nobody's going to know. Sure. But if I had guests over every day, the place is going to be immaculate, right? Yeah. So can you hack yourself to almost find a way to where you're, either embodying it so much that you have got it's a must for you you have to get these things done and if you don't feel that way if you're not self-motivated in the area then can you get yourself into an environment that lives it and embodies it i think it's part of setting your standards i you know your standards are to you know be more organized or be you know be more fit or eat healthier i think part of that you do really need to make sure that you're finding that community for yourself to help people keep you yeah. to those and you know what coaches need coaches leaders need other leaders right it, it doesn't stop there's no, no one that has it all um, I was, I was thinking as, as you were saying that I, there was this really good, uh, story from my, from my wife. It was funny. She, she's someone who likes to be very neat and tidy and clean, but when she had moved out of her parents' house and she moved into her own apartment, she found herself, it's not all the, it wasn't all the time it sounded like, but there was like a time of her like month or year or whatever that she was just like, you know what? Dishes piled up. And things were just not looking clean anymore. But she was like, but my standard is always like clean. That's how I want people yeah, to see yeah. me. I like living in that kind of scenario. Yeah. She's like, I had to call my friend up and have her come over because I was not going to get it done unless somebody was going to see 
what was what what the mess was and yeah. I needed to be held to that to, 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 to my standard yeah, right man I felt embarrassed by someone coming over but I needed that so it's like even if you end up setting those standards for yourself you do need to allow other people to hold you to to that standard right yeah it, it we all have that we have moments of weakness we yes. always have moments of weakness which I think now in this environment right um, which I think can kind of date this whole podcast, but in quarantine with COVID, with uh, other social movements right now, it's very easy to become polarized by all of this and sit back and become an observer, which isn't wrong. There's nothing wrong with those things, but you do need to maybe open up to other people and have them remind you of what your standards were or just remind you like what you're capable of and just kind of pull you back into your moment. I think yes. it's so necessary, not force you to, but just kind of be like, Hey man, like you want, you want, you want to come back in? You want to get back to where you were before? Like, yeah. I think it's just so important. Like but, ask for help. Oh man. Just, just ask, ask for, help. for help. is So yeah. And we'll talk about something like that later. But um, yeah, I think just setting standards. I think it starts with what you were talking about, which is, setting your why, knowing what you want. Yes. Right? Why do you want to achieve this? Is this for you or is it because, you know, you want to, like maybe your spouse told you that you need to look a certain way. Well, you're, you're, you're not, you're not going to come into the gym each, each week and tap into something deeper and be stronger, right? Yeah. Um, you have to make sure that you're doing it for you, but come from it and with a, from a place of your values. What are your values? Like, is this, like, this is for my health. I want to be a healthy person. I want to make sure that, you know, this is something that propels me, you know, being healthier into being more like aware in my life with other people. Maybe sure. I don't want the fear of even like taking off my shirt at the beach. Like I want to be able to be in that moment at the, you know, understand where I'm going with that. Yeah, man, 100% I do. Yeah. So, and so I think it's just making sure that you're kind of understanding who you are, setting your values within that, and that can help you kind of set your standards for so, sure. So just be honest with yourself with this stuff, right? Because in th that's the self-awareness game, right? I think it is kind of hard sometimes to know what you actually want, right? And why you're doing what you're doing. But if you can get to a point of understanding why you want to train or why you want to make a certain level of money or why you want to like start a successful business, then you can start just holding yourself to the right standard. But if you're doing it for reasons that are just not strong, empowering reasons, then you probably got to check in and be like, okay, this isn't what I want to do. There's that difference that anytime I catch myself saying I should do this, I know it's bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's because you're just not going to stick to for it. For somebody else, not you. Is that what for, that is? for me, if I'm yeah. like, I, I know I should, I know I should save this amount of money. I know I should have this type of job. I know I should be this kind of way. It, it that's not empowering at all. That stuff sucks. Mm -hmm. We all have a lot of things that we should do, right? Um, but it only changes when you're like, I have to do this. I must do this. And, you know, be easy on yourself. I don't think that you're mastering every level of your life, like, all at once, right? You know, maybe you got to work on your finances a little bit, but, like, your training's phenomenal. Maybe you got to, maybe you, you're a master at your relationship, but your professional career is a little low and you got to elevate those standards. Like, it's okay. I think you go through phases, but, and it's even okay, like you said, of, like, having a dip once in a while. Like, myself, like, right, I had it too in quarantine where, like, maybe the first month of quarantine, I'm, like, not inspired to work out, so my standards even dropped. Yeah, but you made some amazing banana bread. <laughs> I did make some banana bread. I really did. I took advantage. Um, but it's like you can you can check in and just get back. You can just find a way your way back to those standards again. Right. We all get lost once in a while. But you just can you check in, realize it and take ownership of it. 
mm-hmm. and then follow it up with massive action. Like I'm taught, like this is a tale as old as time, but talk is cheap. Stop talking about what you're going to do. Like one of the things that I like to live by, especially as I've gotten older, because in my younger years, I would tell people what I'm going to do. I'm going to be like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to achieve that. I'm going to achieve that. And you, you learn that you do that to make yourself feel better about where you currently are because you're like, I'm here, but I'm going to be there. But you haven't done shit to get there. Mm-hmm. But you just want to strike a conversation with someone to make them feel like, oh, he's going to do great things. Shut the fuck up and just do it. Just do your action. Write down your goals and what you want. Be quiet about it. And like my rule now is I will not talk about it until I've done it. I will tell you how I got there. Yeah. But I no longer I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to achieve it and then tell you what the process was. Yeah. Right. But to do the reverse of you haven't gone through the process, but you're telling me how you're going to be so successful in X, Y, Z. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that ain't the route. I don't know if this resonates with you because I mean, that you, it sounds like it does. But there's many times in my life where I'll start telling someone about about my plans, about what I want to do. I'm going to be really successful. Like I'll start saying it. And right when I do, I know that I'm probably not going to be as successful because I'm now like elevating this like story in my mind and like I'm creating something. But I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm more successful when I don't tell people. There's something about that. There's something about like maybe it's keeping a secret. I don't know. Or like I want to achieve this. Um but it's not, it's not until I've achieved it and then I've told someone about it that I feel like I really did well with it. Yeah. When, when, I, when I start to get ahead of myself and I'm like, oh, you know what? This is happening. This is what it's going to be. And like, I'm starting now to kind of like look in the future and I'm painting a picture for you instead of actually telling you what I did. I feel like those scenarios never actually pan out as well. Because that's that's kind yeah, of what you're saying. Why is that? Because I think you're trying to impress people rather than do something I because you right. want to do it. Okay. Yeah. Right. So yeah. if it's my standard, if it's something that I believe in and I value as an individual, yeah. why the hell do I have to tell you about it? Yeah, I think that's right. It's like I'm, you don't have to wave a banner. You don't have to like you know. It's just like this. This is for me. I don't care if you know or not. Right. right? I'm proud of myself. Yeah. This is something that I hold myself to. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Of the last thing I did that was kind of like that. Um, I can't think of one right now, but maybe it'll come to me. But I think maybe it, it could have been kind of about like, uh, like working out or I had, um, I had hired like a strength coach or something. I really wasn't telling many people about it when it first started. Cause I was, there's like a little bit of a, it wasn't an embarrassment, but it was like a, maybe it was because of here. Cause it wasn't associated with like tone house or you guys. And I, was yeah. like, I don't want to tell anyone, but like, it was something that actually, it was helping me. Cause I was like. I like this is just for me right now instead of like pulling someone else in. I don't know if that's not that's not the best example, but that was the one thing I was like, okay, now I've done it for like two months straight and I feel like I've made progress. Mm. And then that's when I was able to kind of let people know. Um, do you, was there a scenario like that you can think back to or maybe you kind of you, you, you held it in and then you finally told somebody? I mean, I can just uh, maybe just do it all the time now. There's, there's probably just in my old life when I was like in the corporate world, I felt, you know, my corporate job, I felt maybe a little bit, I felt a little bit insecure because I wanted to achieve like different things than I was currently doing. Mm-hmm. So I just remember catching myself when I was, you know, young, like in my twenties, and just being like. Like, yeah, I do this now, you know, I'm in corporate sales now, but like what I really want to do is I'm going to do, I'm going to do this and I want to be in this. And like, it was all, you know, I'm going to be in fitness and I want to be involved in like, you know, I want to get on the cover of a magazine and I model for this place. Mm -hmm. And 
it's just youth and seeking validation. That's all that it was. It yeah. was like, I'm here, but like, I'm going to do this. So like, I'm going to be great. Right. And look, we're probably all guilty of it to an extent. It's being young and you want to be approved and all that type of stuff. But it's from a weak place. Mm-hmm. And, and what you learn is when you get older, like when you're more, I think just assured about yourself and what you're doing, you you just love what you're doing for the sake of doing it. And you're doing it for yourself or for your community. And you don't need to talk about it. You just don't need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Show me, show others what you do. Yeah. Right. Let them see it. Be an example from, uh, from the action. Like, if you're training really hard and you want to be in the best shape of your life, then, you know, go compete in an event and break the record and then have people ask, how did you do that? What did you do? Right. Um, but you know, to talk about it and be like, I'm going to do all these great things. Just, I don't know, just stop talking so much. I think it's good. I think it's, I think maybe, you know, cause uh, a great practice is even like, uh, you know, like journaling in the morning, like getting up and kind of writing things down. Like I think keeping that stuff, like that, like to yourself a little bit can be, can be helpful. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, totally I think with what be. we're talking about, I guess I don't want to be too much into like, let's keep secrets. Cause that's not what it is. Like if you, if you need support, like reach out for it. Cause you know, to people to that matter, no, to people yeah. that matter, like I'll share this stuff yeah. like with my brother, for yeah. example. Right. Because now we're also talking about accountability. So yeah. if I do have a goal that I want to reach and you can share that with people that maybe are close to you, but it's not out of a place to impress that person about what you're trying to do. It's more, it's just from a, listen, I want to, I want to reach this and I'm telling you so that you don't let me sell myself short Mm -hmm. in the process and for the work. Accountability, right? Exactly. So I want to get in the best shape of my life. I want to do this and I'm committed to this. So I'm going to, I'm going to run this race and my goal in this race is X, Y, Z. I'm not telling you to blow smoke up your ass. I'm telling you so that when you see me in the gym on Monday, and you see me slacking, I want you to come up to me and be like, do more. You're better than that. You got something that you're trying to accomplish right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let me bring something up. This is something I've seen people get ridiculed for on like Instagram, social media, people posting uh, their workouts, yeah. right? And people say, oh, like that person just wants us to know what's going on. I see where they're coming from. Like, yeah. I don't know. They're just bragging. All that oh, kind of it stuff. happens. But it's kind of accountability a little bit, right? They're like, I'm posting this because if you don't see it in, you know, the next couple of weeks, someone might ask me or, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a way for me to document that I am doing this for myself. How do you feel if someone were to kind of be like, oh, you know what? They keep posting their workouts. They're to- they're just trying to show off. How do you? Well, certainly that can be true. It's not, it's not really what you're doing. It's why you're doing it. And only you really know the answer to that. So two different people could post their workout and one person could be doing it for a sense of validation and for you to impress you. And the other person is doing it because they are trying to help you and give you a program to follow. Right. Yeah. So they don't need you to like the video, right? They're not doing it to be cool, but it's look, here's a nice routine. Right here's something that works, and I believe in it, so I want to share it with you. Versus mm-hmm. the other person is, you know, I want you to look at me, check out my body. Yeah. I've been working out. Do you think I'm awesome? Yeah. And like you can tell who those people are, and like this is again the self awareness game of check in with yourself and who are you? Are you coming from a place of I want to share and help you, or are you coming from a place of I need you to like me? Yeah. For sure. Two different spots. Yeah, I feel like you see the people that are maybe flexing more than they are doing the workout. Right. 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 (laughs) 
Who are you trying to impress, man? And look, you know, we all probably have our moments. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, check in with yourself and realize if you are in that spot, you know, just check in and have that reflection period, journal period and be like, why are you seeking outside validation? You don't need to, right? Like you, you, you're enough. You, you should be doing things, you know, out of place, uh, out of a place of doing things that make you feel good and proud about who you are, right? Operating with the standards that you're setting for yourself and doing things to contribute to your community, right? Doing things, making yourself better so that you can give more. Like that's a strong place. That's the place where you can do all these great, you can post your workouts, you can talk about things because you're coming from the place of I want to share and help you, not I'm sharing this so you feed me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Yeah. Takes a while, I think. Wait, and I just have I had a question about, I want to see what you would say about this, about setting standards too high. I mentioned something earlier. Oh, like yeah. That old adage yeah. of like, um, basically, you know, expecting a fish to climb a tree, right? Um, or comparing that fish to, say, an animal like a monkey that can climb that tree, right? Yeah, People sure. have heard this before. So how do we know that we're setting the right, um, the right standards for ourselves? Have you ever had to do that with yourself? Have you ever had to kind of lower your standards? Like, and that sounds so negative, but it's like, it's not lowering. It's just setting appropriate standards. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's, I I do like setting standards that are fairly high. I I kind of like them to be a little bit out of reach because I think you should stretch a bit. Um, Maybe it's just a regular check-in process because I think if you're too high, too fast, you know, it could seem very out of reach and then you get defeated. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, Like if you've never worked out before and you're like, I'm going to win the Olympics next year. Yeah. Right. Like, okay. Like maybe, you know, win the Olympics, like if that's something you want to do or like I'm going to compete in an Ironman and you've never worked out before, um, maybe it's starting the process to train for an Ironman and maybe that's like three years out, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's obviously a case by case basis. Yeah. But can it be realistic with a stretch? Yeah, I, I always think, too, when someone's looking at that and they're, and they're getting, I do believe that goals should be very defined and specific, right? What's, I think, smart, right? Isn't that like... Oh, uh, yeah, the yeah. Smart, smart goals, yeah. Yeah, so, I, but I think with goals sometimes, it's not that you need to generalize them and kind of lower the bar, but something about, like, I want to be an Ironman. Well, okay, why don't we start with you getting faster? Why don't we start with you getting stronger? Why don't we start with you making sure that you are just becoming someone who's more active, right? Yeah. And you're, you're kind of, uh, you know, you are continuing to show up each week, right? Are you a, are you a consistent, um, are you a, consi- a consi- consistent athlete? Are you always coming here to make sure that you're getting stronger? Yeah. And when you're stronger and you feel like you can finally compete and that's kind of putting you in the position to actually compete at the Ironman, well then let's now set goals around that, yeah. right? Um, and then let's say if we have someone who is just, unable to let's say that there is you know someone with like it's an amputee maybe you know not that we like that's i think a good example to say okay well it's an amputee do we automatically just lower your standards on that and not compare you to like the best athletes out there i don't know i think that that an amputee can definitely end up competing against some of the best the best athletes that that don't have an amputation right you've seen it it, yeah. That's the difference in mentality. Like, just stop making excuses, right? You, we've seen so many people that have the right to an excuse, right, like that, and they're still figuring it out yeah. and competing. So yeah. it's a mentality. What are you accepting for yourself? Bottom line. Yeah. So once you have a goal, 
of like, I want to compete in an Ironman, whatever that goal is. There's two parts to this. I think one is now, you know, specifically I'm going to compete in an Ironman. So surround yourself with people that are crushing that right now. Yeah. Be around them daily. I think it helps you set the standards almost a little bit indirectly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're going to, you're going to take what they do. Like it makes it easier, right? Because you're like, oh, I have to hold myself to these high standards. But you know what I got to do? I got to fight against the people who don't want to work out. My friends are telling me like, why <laughs> right, are you going right, back to right. the gym? Or right. like, come out and drink, right? It's like, well, no, I, like it's okay. Now, now not only are you trying to like hold yourself to that, you're fighting against these other things. But if you do deal. surround yourself by the right people, you're able to keep those standards it just it's less mental space. It's less stress. Yeah, you're and not. It's more fun. It, it, yes, because we are social creatures, yeah. right? We want to be accepted. This is like human biology. So you want to be accepted by your peer group. So mm-hmm. if your peer group isn't operating at the standards you'd like to be at, then change your peer group, right? So that's the deal, right? Like the the story that I've told you, right? In my corporate world, I'm surrounded by people that are drinking all the time yeah, and and partying on weekends. And I wanted to do nothing but train and and get better and eat right and have my energy high. And then like you said, I'm fighting against that. I'm like, guys, I want to do this. And they're like, you do that too much. Why would you do that? Yeah. Fast forward, I'm in a different environment and they're like, we are absolutely doing that. We are going to train and then we can have a good time. We can go out and still be social. But like the priorities shift, like how you yeah. view things shift. And then you're right. I'm not fighting now. Yeah. Right. In fact, you're looking. And then when you change that peer group, you see how people operate. Like I will see if I'm training for an Ironman, I will then see someone that has competed. And like if I'm around that person long enough, we become friends. It's like you learn. How do you wake up in the morning? What do you like to do? Mm-hmm. How often are you actually training? It's different for everybody. But you start to see examples of like oh all right so this guy's doing this so maybe i could like integrate that into my day yeah right and then you realize people are struggling with the same stuff like oh man like he he went through the same thing he had to say no to people people don't understand etc but you guys understand it yeah so you guys can just walk on this path together yeah right i like this i I really it's it's not something i think that's talked about enough but i think that setting standards is more than a mentality. I think it is more of a societal kind of thing, right? If you don't surround yourself by the right people, you end up actually feeling guilty, right? About setting certain standards, but no one's saying that's wrong. That's how you feel. You've, you've set your why you've, you've, uh, you've looked into yourself and you'd say, well, these, these, these are the type of things that I, that I want to be, I want to become. But if you're set, if you're putting yourself around other, other people and now they're telling you that you're wrong, that's not right. Or like that's too much or that's yeah. too little, then that's going to be something where you're now going to let this toxic environment kind of slip in. Yeah. And you need to make sure that I would say, you know, if someone is looking to, you know, becoming more fit or someone's looking to become healthier or eat healthier or even become a better parent or become a better friend or become a better son, surround yourself with people that you truly believe like, well, he's a really good son and I'd love to learn from him. Uh, they do look like they're fit. I'm going to now really strive to put myself in front of those people and kind of be part of that community. I think it kind of helps you almost set your standards. I think it can make things a lot easier for yourself. It's it's simple when you think about it in yeah, those terms, right? Because yeah. I mean, it's completely true. Think about think about all these examples. You have professional athletes, right? We talk about that at Tone House all the time. You have an NFL athlete or someone that played football in college, and 
best shape of their life. They're, they're lifting like crazy every day. Cause you got this team, you got this community, you know, fast forward, maybe they didn't make it to the NFL or they had to retire or whatever you see people, right. They gain weight. They're not in the, the same amount of shape as they were. You know why? Because you don't have that standard around you anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I was in Charlotte, North Carolina, not long ago, um, and I'm and I'm I'm celebrating a friend's engagement, which was you know great environment. And then I I run into this guy I've never met before, and I'm just striking up a conversation with this gentleman, and he goes, you know, what do you do? And I'm like, well, I'm a trainer in New York. I tell him what the facility is, and he's like, man, I used to play football at Texas. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's crazy. And he's like, we we used to lift like that. And I was like, like like in train like that. I'm like, like as a team. And he's like, yeah, man, I miss that team mm. environment. And he's like, I've been removed from it for like five years. And he's like, it's hard for me to lift, you know, at such a high level. It's hard for me to like condition at such a high level because like nobody wants to do that. And, and not enough people here are doing that. Yeah. So what's going to happen to him? He's like, I'm slipping, right? We all need it. Like you need to have that environment around you. Um, one of the best things that I've seen in my life was like watching like my brother as an example, when he was in high school, he was in cheer. He was a, he was a cheerleader in high school. And I love this story, right? Cause he went to college. He was so you're like, it, yeah, yeah it, like I love this story because it's, it's such a good example of what you accept with standards. Um, and I think it's twofold. One, it's community. Once you decide what you want, have your community and your team around you, right? Get in the right culture. Then it's also your own acceptance of what you have set for yourself. Like, what are you willing to accept? Because even when you're in a culture that is high performing, you now also have to take ownership and raise the bar even in the community, right? Because you can be the lowest performer in a high performing community, right? So my brother cheerleader um taught pretty much like took upon himself to to learn the craft pretty much the dude was didn't know what he was doing when he gets into it his sophomore year was not very talented in it you know fast forward he scouts out an all-star gym in chicago right nobody it's not big in chicago cheerleading like it is in the south so he like does this research takes it upon himself to find an all-star gym and he just walks in he just walks in and like he starts practicing with them. So he starts to raise his game a little bit, right? Now in that community, he did not think that he was going to cheer in college. He just wanted to get good at in, in high school. And within that space, one of the guys over the course of a year was like, hey, Chris, I'm going to go down to Kentucky to try out. Why don't you come with? My brother's like, I don't even know anything about that place. I didn't think I was going to cheer in college at all. Yeah. He's like, I was going to go to Indiana. That's where I was going. He thought he was going to come along, right? And um, he wasn't going to go. And he slept on it. And then he literally told my mom, he's like, mom, I'm going to, I think I'm going to actually, I'm going to go to Kentucky. So he calls up his friend. He's like, I'm going to go. They drive down to Kentucky the next day, right? Best cheerleading program in the history of college sports, right? Brother doesn't know any better. He goes down there. He tries out. I didn't realize that. Is that he, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They're a dynasty. They've won okay. over like 20 national titles in the last like 30 years. It's crazy. Kentucky, okay. Crazy. Yeah. So um, if you're in the cheerleading world, like that's where you go, yeah. that's where you want to go. Yeah. So he walks on for tryouts and they, they pick him up. They don't take my buddy's friend, oh, my no. brother's friend yeah. that wanted to go there. Yeah. So, you know, they said like, look, he's, he's green, he's raw, but we're going to take him. So, yeah. but look, my first, the first year, my brother did not make the J or the varsity team. He's on the JB team. Right. And they're like, we got to work with this kid. But like, here's the deal. 
he walks onto this team and the mentality of him was like, I'm going to become the best. And like, he was relentless. Like we're talking, he was the smallest kid on the squad. He was probably the least skilled because he hadn't learned the skills. Like these people have been cheerleading their whole life. Some had, had, but had a gymnastics background, right? For, for the backflips and stuff that they're doing. He had none of that. And so he was in the gym working out crazy hard. He was like talking to the varsity guys. He's like, can I train with you? I want to practice with you. He was in the gym twice a day, every single day. And we're talking about the time his junior year comes around. Like he's, he's a captain senior year. He's a captain of the team wins two national titles, becomes one of the best in the world because you're just like, I'm going to make this happen. Like I've never seen a kid work so hard. So it's like one, you have the best environment, right? You got the coaching staff, you have the resources, et cetera. Two, you're getting it done. So it's a, it's a standard that you have for yourself of like, I'm not going to quit, right? If you can lock in those two things, you're just going to be unstoppable. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah. Really, I think that the overarching thing here is just setting yourself, um, not even like, I think you should know your standards, but I think you just have to surround yourself and put yourself in the community with people who have similar standards, right? Right. Cause it's good for accountability. It's good for awareness of where your standards can be. Um, it helps you assess yourself compared to other people as well. So now you might know kind of like where your personal bar really is and how not to overset your standards so that you do burn out, right? All those kind of things. So really that community, I think is the biggest thing that you just need to make sure that you're looking out for if you're looking to achieve something new. Right? Yeah. It's a big deal for sure. It's a big deal. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully this helps. I I'm glad we talked about this. Yeah. It's really been on my mind for a while. Um, what else you got? No, I think that's it for now. I feel like we can, we, I think we can always riff just for a long time on stuff, but this is, I think we hit on a lot of good, good areas for yeah. people to just start. I think this is just a good time of the year. This is just a good time within our society, maybe to see where you want to be. A little reminder on stuff. Yeah, man. So if you're, if you're just thinking like you're at home right now, maybe you're going through quarantine, you want to get back into it. Just yeah, look sure. for that community and start to let, that community help you set your standards right once you've decided what you want to achieve nobody said it was easy i get that this stuff is hard especially like if you're by yourself like in an apartment or whatever especially with anything with work at this point working from home etc it's hard just take remember it, that onus is on you right like you like especially with training your physical body is a direct representation of your standards yeah bottom line it's not your coach. It's not the gym. Sure. It's not the pro. It's you. Yeah. Like, cause I have seen in, in the same gym, I have seen people do the same exact program over the course of years. And you have some people do the same work. At, like, you can take two different people throughout the course of a year and they could work out the same day, same program. And there's one person that just pushes a little harder, right? Goes a little further, digs a little deeper. Yeah. And that person just has higher standards. We're do, you're both doing the same thing. That compounding effect is huge, right? Huge. Yeah. Huge. So like if you find yourself being like, you know, just making those excuses of like, I don't know, I'm tired. I don't know if I should know that there's someone else that's going like, yeah, I'm tired and I'm going to fucking work today. Yeah. There is always that person. So it's like, be, be that person. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fire me up, man. I'm fired up right now. <laughs> this is why I love that. You know, I love this shit. That's why I love well, the that. That was good. Uh, good all right. All right, man. Well, thanks for sharing all those stories. Good to be back. So T guys, welcome back to the breakdown. That was so good to be back on this episode. We have yeah. more for you. Stay tuned. We're going to have a lot of good content coming your way. Peace out. We'll see you next time.